This is Angela Baby, welcome to the party. Uh, I'm off the Myers in the lean. That's why I'm over retarded. That's why I'm over retarded. Baby, welcome to the party. Uh, I hit the boy up and then I go skating around. Baby, welcome to the party. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Hustle Smart. Here with myself, Lex. And Shubs. And we have our first ever guest here. Do you want to announce yourself? My name is Bemi. Okay. Hi guys. Good, good, good. <laughs> so Bemi, like obviously you're our first guest. So just just you know, tell them what, what you've been up to. Actually, no, first of all, why don't you summarize who you are into like a short sentence? Yeah, that'll be better. A couple Whoa. sentences. <laughs> That's a lot. What, yeah, who I am into a couple of sentences. So who are you? What do you do? Who are you? What do you do? Where do you come from? <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> um, so as I said before My name is Bemi um, I studied banking, finance and management At Loughborough University Okay um, You're a smart cookie Thanks, I try um, <laughs> I did, I guess within that course It was four years I did a placement year At um, one of the A top tier investment bank Jeez. And I just got a job today actually As a financial consultant so, Oh dope yeah. Dope, well done Come Thank on you. Join the guy. That's good news, man. That's good news. Mm. Good news. So Shubs, like, what you, how you been, bro? Like, what you been up to? I've been good, bro. I've been good. Um, actually, like, um, like we were speaking about our first um ever episode about how I don't have a mentor. So mm. last week I actually got one. So I got my first ever mentor, and it's like actually the perfect fit. So it's yeah. like it was worth the wait. Good stuff. And yeah, good man, stuff. with that, it's like so when I was saying that. Like, Preparation meets opportunity is what mm-hmm. I feel like success is. Um, yeah. It's one of those things where I've been preparing for it. So like, when I met him, the conversation was going smoothly. That's it. Do you get me? And now moving forward as well, like I already know what I'm sort of trying to gain from it. Yeah. So I'll even sort of setting the not setting the boundaries, but showing my expectations, what yeah. I'm looking to give, what I'm looking to exp- like return, expect back in return, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, man, it's looking real positive, man. So it's been a good week, man. Solid stuff. How's, how's your week been? Hey, um, week's been good, bro. Um, I came up from my beefer. My beef was lit. It was good. What you went at beefer? Yeah, <laughs> I, had to, I had to take that little break, man. Um, and obviously back into the swing of work. You know, Brexit right now is everything's up in the air, so it's just been really busy. So obviously that explains my entire life. I've been come straight from work. Um. But yeah, man, let's 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 go go straight into it. So our topic is going to be identity. Um, so for you two, like, what I guess, what what does identity mean for like to the both of you? Um, who you are, mm. who you sort of, um, how you carry yourself, mm-hmm. who the way you want people to perceive you, how you want yourself to be portrayed. Yeah. So like, yeah, man, I feel like that's what identity is to me. To be fair. No, I agree. I feel like that's the same thing, more or less. Ah, um, uh, but. Elaborate on it What is it For for you guys personally What does it mean to you So Shubs What does it mean to you What, what does it mean to you um, I feel like my identity Comes with my Sort of my background Where I'm from mm-hmm. Where I'm Taking myself Like mm-hmm. where I see myself being mm-hmm. And with that Sort of how I carry myself With every inter- interaction <clears throat> Yeah And um, yeah man Just sort of how I want myself to be portrayed Like I was it's Sort of like your brand If mm-hmm. you get what I mean Yeah so, like, funny enough, like, regardless of you being an influencer or not, like, on every social platform, you have a brand. 
And it's just how people perceive you. That's yeah. what your brand is. That's yeah. how you carry yourself. And that's how people would look at you. So I yeah. feel like that's what identity is if identity and brand is the same thing. I would say identity for me, and this is like a new mindset, I would say is more of where I'm going. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to achieve and um, the person that I'm trying to be ultimately mm. and everything that I do that brings me closer towards being my ultimate self, I would say. Mm. And I used to think that your identity is what people think of you and people's um, perspectives and how they, how they, their interpretation of how you move and how you conduct yourself. But I would say identity is a personal is a personal thing. Yeah. I'm the only person that can tell someone else who I am. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'll say, yeah, it's personal to me. It's what I want to do, where I want to be, the person that I want people to mm. see, but most of all, who I believe myself to be. Okay. So you said like... Um, What's identity to you? To yeah, me? Yeah, tell us. <laughs> identity to me is my background. So not just kind of where my parents are from in terms of like their countries and stuff, but my environment, where I come from, how I grew up, the way I grew up, do you know what I'm saying? Obviously it's influenced kind of who I am today, mm-hmm. how I walk, how I talk, things like that. Um, yeah, and I always say, to, I always tell people, never forget who you are and where you come from. Um, but Bemi, you said identity is like the person that you want to become. How would you describe that in three words? The person I want to become yeah. or just in general? No, the person that you want to become. Successful, mm-hmm. hardworking, mm-hmm. and someone that gives back. Elaborate on that last point. So, as you said, you was like, never forget where you came from. Mm. I I won't forget who I came from and the things that have led to where I'm at today. Yeah. And so giving back to me would mean finding one of the things that meant a lot to me growing up or impacted my life growing up mm-hmm. and giving back to that cause and making sure, you know, people don't have to go through it the same way I went through it. Yeah. Or they can come out of it better than I came out of it. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I mean by giving back. Makes sense. Makes sense. So... How have you felt you have maintained your identity kind of growing up in your areas or, or you know, just in your experiences? Um, I think it's owning who you are, mm-hmm. but it's also being, owning who you are, but also being like, you need to be able to sort of understand who you're with and how you sort of navigate in these situations. Not saying that, because really and truly it's all about interactions. You interact with people differently. Mm. So like where, wherever I am, I need to know how to carry myself, but doesn't mean I'm changing who I am, mm-hmm. if you get what I mean, mm-hmm. or how I identify myself. I still identify myself to a high standard, but mm. the way I'll speak to you will be different to how I speak to you. Mm. a friend who I've known for years, if you get what I mean. Mm. So yeah, it's all about being like adaptive, knowing how to adapt to different social situations and yeah. navigate the right way. Yeah. Um, I would say, wait. Actually, can you just drop the question again, please? How have you maintained your identity? I don't feel like I haven't maintained my identity. You haven't maintained it. How no. so? <laughs> I was. <laughs> I feel like I've had a few, <laughs> a few identities. I've had a few walks of life. Mm. I've done some mellow things. <laughs> I've done some wild things, mm. and so. Um, I would say I'm the type of person 
Well, I was the type of person. I feel like obviously now that I'm older, I'm trying to stabilize my identity. But growing up until I don't know, within maybe first year of university, yeah, I maybe a bit of second year as well. I would say I literally just woke up and just did what I wanted to do mm. on that day, like whatever I wanted to be, whatever I wanted to, um, whatever I wanted to achieve. Mm. I'm a bit of a um, Spontaneous Spontaneous dream chaser mm, mm. <laughs> So I would literally wake up And just be like Oh okay like You lot had this idea today Let me go for it mm. Um, And so From that I would say my identity changes My identity did change often And I would say For example um, Lex says like I thought you was X, Y and Z And I'll speak to another person <laughs> That would say I thought you was X, Y and Z <laughs> But I know who I am But yeah. I might have been given out a different impression of myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm probably sure Shiv's thought had his um, interpretation of who I was as well. Like, yeah. but yeah. It's interesting. That's yeah. Interesting. But do you, you know, sometimes people try to project their own um, sort of interpretation of you sometimes. And it's like, like mean? someone, like, like, like she just said, like people can see you and think like, yeah, this is the type of person he is. Because mm. everyone, Sort of receives things differently And a lot of the time People try and push that yeah. To you like This is the person he is When it's not Because yeah. they're mad Like for example <laughs> Let's say yeah, I don't know You know someone From your social circle You are in the exact same dance As that other person However Your projection Of what that other person is Is different So why don't you see yourself As that So I get what he means By some people Actually project What they think Onto others When mm. that's not necessarily Who they are And if that's the case Why don't you think that Of yourself It's interesting That's interesting For me I think How I maintain my identity To be fair It was I wouldn't say Growing up It wasn't kind of like A conscious thing But I think since I've Kind of made that transition From Kind of studying Being around my friends And Coming into like in Coming into Into the professional world now it's been more of a conscious thing, okay, like the conversations that I'm having are different. The people who I'm talking to are different. People I'm hanging around are different. I know that I'm different, but it's just that, okay, I don't know. It's just that there's this, there's this expectation that you, that you need to fit in mm-hmm. to be accepted. And for me, it's just like, I know that I'm, n- I'm not going to fit in. Simply because of the way I look now, not 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 the fact that I'm saying not because I'm black, but like the average person I work with, I'm bigger than them. You know what I'm saying I, I I talk differently and I walk differently. It's just like I'm not I'm not gonna be. You know what I'm saying. So it's just, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be my be myself. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, deep. But I got a question for you. Go for it. So yeah, in a real life situation, this actually happened. So I got a friend mm. who actually. Not got fired, but they sort of gave him the boot and said, like, um, it was sort of phrased in a certain way, but really and truly, the main reason is because he didn't fit in. He was, he's very introverted, mm-hmm. so just keeps himself, gets his work done, mm-hmm. but he's not sort of part of the work circle. Mm-hmm. So for people like you guys who have, like, I've never been in a corporate situation before, yeah. so I can't really relate, yeah. but how do you sort of, um, Keep like say you're an introvert, mm-hmm. but you're actually in a workplace, and you actually have to fit in, or you actually have to be able to sort of not 
get them to like you mm-hmm. because if they don't like you, it becomes difficult. Mm. So how do you do that still maintaining your identity? So I remember I spoke to my mentor about this and he said you have to be able to flex. Mm-hmm. So if you're an introvert, that's 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 perfectly fine. But let you know, let me let me even take a step back. Let's say let's say you're going out, yeah, you you and your group of friends. You're going out in the club. You lot are having you're having a good time, and one of your friends is just sitting at the sideline. You're naturally you're going to think, right, what's wrong with him? Is there, is there an issue? He doesn't want to be here. You're not you're not really you're not really going to lie that he's going to be bringing down the morale, bringing down the vibe. It's a similar thing to the workplace. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, if he's an introvert, that's fine. But that person needs to make the conscious the the the, the conscious decision to take a step out of their comfort zone to see what's on the other side. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with being an introvert. So like for example, even well, I'm, like, when I'm a, when I'm like pissed off or like, I'm not in, I'm not in the best of moods at work, I go into myself, I don't want to talk to no one, headphones in, no one chat to me. But every now and again, I take my headphones out and just sit, basically just say, well, I'll go on to everyone, do you know what I'm saying? Make sure everyone's cool. Not like that though. No, obviously not like that, but I just say I just like I just gist everyone real quick. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's it's unconscious biases at the end of the day. What do you mean by that? So, for example, when when someone silos themselves from the rest of the group, it's a natural feeling to think, oh, he doesn't or he or she doesn't want to hang around with us. And obviously we're humans and we, we naturally overthink. So it's like well, obviously everyone's overthinking, oh, there's there a problem with me? Is there a problem with her? Is it us? Is it the organization? Jump you know Um, But yeah, you just got to just take the the, the, the the conscious effort to see what's on the other side, man. And you got to flex. You got to flex. You know what I'm saying? And I'll give you an example. So, in like in the, you know, in finance, you know, sometimes it can be quite boisterous. You know what I'm saying? On a Thursday night, Friday night, after work, you go out for social drinks, innit? At times, I can be anti, I can't be bothered this long. I'm tired, I want to go gym, go bed. Do you know what I'm saying? So every time I was being invited out for work drinks, I was like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Don't want to go, I'm all right. And one of my colleagues said, Alex, like, what's up? What, do you not like us or something? Yeah, man. I'm like, nah, man, not at all. You lot are cool, you lot are banner, but I'm just, I'm just tired. Do you know what I'm saying? And he was like, oh, no, like, come out of us, just, just try it, innit? I'm not. I'm not really a big drinker anyway, mm. and a lot of people drink beer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like yeah, beer because it makes you yeah, bloated. Yeah, yeah, do you know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So I went out, got on the beers, and it was fun. Do you know what I'm saying? Like everyone just 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 talking rubbish. Everyone just like just bantering. Do you know what I'm saying? It was fun. So what I done, I, I took, I made that stuff. I was like, you know what? Let me try it. Mm. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Do you know what I'm saying? So let me try it, and it was fun. Now I go out, fam. How is how is that transition from cool? So, not even saying ends, but being from like a different environment mm. from secondary school to sixth form, then getting to like university, mm. being with like the ACS, being with your regular people, mm. to get into the workplace now up in the city, mm. and you're having to do all these things. Was it? Something that you found natural, it, or something you had to, it was, like you said, make a conscious effort towards. Or it was, it was difficult. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. It, it was difficult. Um, I had to consciously do it. I did. I had to consciously do it. So, for example, you know, like I'm, I'm, like I'm quite tall. I'm bigger than the average person. So when I, when I, when I walk in to like a room or when I walk amongst the people, do you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm noticed. 
And naturally, I have a straight face. So when I walk in and I'm just straight faced, like, oh, this guy's a stink attitude. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So I always have to remind myself, like, oh, okay, like, because I have a straight face, I need to make the conscious effort to, 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 to have a bit more friendlier face and, and smile and stuff. And um, I remember when I was, at, um, I, was at, well, I was working at one place, um, the client thought I didn't like them. Simply because I was sitting with my arms crossed yeah. and I was a straight face just talking to them. Yeah. So they thought, oh, I didn't like them. I didn't want to be there and I'm just not yeah. interested. And that wasn't the case at all. I was very much interested. Yeah. But it was only until I had that conversation with my mentor and he was like, Alex, like you need to shift your, you need to be more conscious, more self-aware of, of what you're doing. Yeah. Like fair enough. That's, that is the norm when you are, you know, in your area or with your friend and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's not the norm when you're in this professional circle. No, Do you know what I'm saying? What about you, Bemi? How was... did you find transitioning from university? Actually from, so like, like I said, secondary school, being around your girls, then university, then having to go out on a placement year okay. by yourself. I'm going to say two things. I'm going to just add to what um, Alex was saying. You know, in terms of... um you know, him saying that, you know, you're not around your friends. Mm. You're in a corporate world. I genuinely feel like the corporate world needs to be revolutionized and they need to, the same way we have to adjust our attitudes, mm. I feel like they need to adjust their mindsets. And I think it's it's transitioning from a place where, you know, it's predominantly, you know, the white male mm. to a more diverse kind of... Um, Set of employees So where do you think that Where do you think that revolution comes from? Where do you think it it can come from? And that's the thing I feel like It needs to not just be a whole Black network Kind Mm. of vibe It needs to be Okay HR actually sit down with managers We have people from Different races Different um, backgrounds Different religions These are you know Like speak to us Understand like how we move How we would like to Communicate How we would like to Socialise within the workplace Yeah And Start adjusting To also meet us In the middle Do you know what I mean Because it's like I actually spoke To my manager During my placement And I said You know She said that I was getting the job done But I wasn't basically Screaming off of the roof About Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. And in the corporate world They expect you to You know Literally, as you're doing everything, yeah, I did this, I did this. Everyone kind of, you know, take it in and clap for me. And I understand that. They want you to be transparent. But at the same time, I don't know, being me, I don't know about you lot's experience, but in a sense, I feel like a lot of people are taught to get the job done Mm -hmm. and just get the job done. You don't need to scream about getting the job done because your results speak for itself. However, they want your results to speak and you to speak at the same time. So I feel like managers should learn to adjust. And of course they can push us to, you know, stand up and talk about what you've achieved. But I think they should become a bit more conscious of the fact that they actually need to take in what we're achieving and, Mm. you know, take it upon themselves to kind of, speak to us about it. I don't see why we always need to be the ones always looking for approval. Mm. That's number one. And number two, the whole culture of going out for drinks, etc. I am not a drinker. So you're not a drinker. <laughs> I'm not a drinker. And I don't I don't see drinking is not my favorite past pastime. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like there should be other ways to kind of socialise and get to know each other without having to go to the pub after work. Some mm. people have families. Some people might have, you know, kids. 
have other commitments that they've got to do that means that they don't want to go out after but work you don't, necessarily. But you don't necessarily have to get an alcoholic drink. You don't, but even just the sense of just being there and being around mm. other people who are drunk, that might not be your favourite thing to do. Like, And that doesn't mean I'm not interested in the team. But not everyone gets drunk. Let's... No, that's fair. Okay, not get drunk, but I don't want to sit there and yeah, drink. Yeah, no, I hear you. And every other day, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, it's always come out for a drink. Even though you don't have to drink, yeah. that's what they're saying. And when you do actually join them, oh, you're only drinking water, or you're only drinking juice, can I get you something else? So it's like, before you know it, by the end of the night, let's be real, you are drinking. <laughs> you are drinking. <laughs> yeah, you, you might not want to be drinking, but you are drinking. But um, yeah, I feel like the corporate world needs to start evolving in one way or the other. I hear what you're saying, but I, with your point on having HR sit down and all that stuff, I completely disagree. Completely disagree. Simply because, yeah, let's be honest. There are some, there are young black professionals now that are on grad schemes, that are on entry in entry level jobs, and I've definitely noticed that some of them actually change. Yeah, they 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 change the way they speak and they kind of change who they are in the workplace. See, I think that's wrong. I think the change should become should should come within. I don't I don't think it sh- it should take a team of people sitting down, strategizing on how to build a more diverse workplace. Does that make sense? I hear where you're coming from, but let's be honest. If we just go into the workplace Mm. and act the same way we do, and let's be real because a lot of people are actually ignorant, Mm. what could potentially happen is you've come in and you don't fit into the culture because there's someone who hasn't, been made aware or who isn't open-minded who Mm. was just taken aback however if there's conversations had and it's made a point of the fact that you do need to learn to adapt to others and you do need to understand that different people move differently and operate differently within Mm -hmm. the workplace because don't get me wrong you have to be a hard worker to be sitting in your seat Mm -hmm. so we know that the person who has managed to get that job gets the job done yeah will they get it done necessarily the way you expect them to get the job done the same way you get the job done Mm. maybe not Mm. can you adapt yourself to manage how they get the job done Mm. of course you can and I feel like those conversations have to come from a higher level Mm. because if it's just us we can drive the change by staying ourselves Mm. but I feel like it needs to they need to meet us in the middle so there needs to be conversations on both sides did Mm. you find it difficult to adapt in the workplace when you were there so do you know what's so mad it's like going in you can be yourself that's what gets you the job don't try and be anyone else be you because they see right through it yeah exactly you said last week um or maybe the week before, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you don't try and be anyone else but yourself when you are getting the job. However, that's once again HR and interviewers and people on the teams who are looking to accept you into the firm. What I did feel was like um, when I started working, I wouldn't say I tried to put on an act, but I went in very humble, if that makes sense. Mm. So I was very wary and mindful of everything that I was saying and everything that I was doing and what happened is I feel that led to me looking like I didn't have any confidence Mm -hmm. because where I don't you know I'm not really a a timid person or I'm not someone who would who wouldn't give ideas or who wouldn't speak so I'm talking to people now and I'm stuttering because I'm like I don't even know what I'm talking about because I'm trying to put on you know meet them the way that they are Mm -hmm. so it came across as like a lack of confidence. And then, so with time, I did become myself. How? 
<laughs> I just, I don't know. I think I just woke up one day and I was tired of I'm just putting on the hat. Like, like, whatever. So I did that. However, <laughs> I didn't feel like they liked me being myself completely either, which was funny. So I felt like my colleagues and stuff did. Like, don't even get, like, at one point... We kind of gave them like little Nigerian names and things like that. Like we used to have a lot of banter, but I would say managers and stuff because I don't know. I've got, I would say I can have an attitude. And so mm. when I was myself, it was what's wrong today, Bemi? And what's this? Or why aren't you smiling today? Or what's wrong? It's nothing wrong with me. I just don't walk around smiling 24 mm. seven as my, no one does that. <laughs> like we're all human. Mm. So I feel like when you're in there, it's not that you can't be yourself, but you have to be yourself with a corporate twist. Did that create problems for you? You like you being yourself and you're saying that that you were thinking, oh, why is she not happy and stuff like that? Yeah, because then it meant like my manager calling me in for like an unnecessary catch up. And it's like, Mm. there's nothing wrong with me. I'm doing my job. I'm getting things done. But I just don't want to talk to you today. Mm. It was as simple as that really Like I just And that's when I even had a conversation with her About you know I'm not the type of person to just scream From the rooftops what I've been working on You ask me to do something And I get it done and I deliver And I let you know about it I don't feel like I need to walk around to each member of the team And let them know what I did However being on placement You also have another pressure of Fighting for your job If that makes sense Mm -hmm. So can you develop on that a bit, geez? Fighting for your job. Oh, is in. Yeah, mean? what what did you mean by that fighting for your job? So, is it the lack of jobs available or no? As in, you constantly want to impress people mm-hmm. because what happens is you can achieve a hundred things whilst you're on placement, but if enough people don't know about it, if enough people don't see the value about it, if they don't remember what you've done, if there's not someone who is Invested in your um, In your success Who is making note of what you've done Because everyone's got their own job Everyone's busy It's easily lost Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So you're basically always trying to stay relevant mm-hmm. All the time And it's draining Because you're human as well You're going to have off days You're going to have days When you can't be bothered to do anything at all So yeah You're constantly fighting for your, for your job It's a battle It's a battle with yourself It's a battle with the firm that you're working for. It's about all the people you work with. Can we um quickly can you sort of go back to how you sort of secured your placement in the first in the first place? Cause like like I said earlier on in the episode, it was really tough getting in the financial spaces. What was your sort of application process? My application was good. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I was I'm gonna tell you the truth. So obviously I knew I had to go on placement because I applied for a sandwich calls. However, I thought it was optional. So obviously we had the older lot who were like, they just come back from their placements and they were just, or they might have even been on placement and they was telling us um, about their experiences. So I sat down with my um, program rep because he was teaching my module and I was being dead serious. I was like, what do I, if I don't secure placement, what happens? He laughed and he was like, well, you're not going to be here. Like it's, Compulsory for your course So I was like oh, Okay cool At this point People were like 20 apps in <laughs> I had done none <laughs> So literally I um, I sat down I think I went home And When I say 
on God. I literally applied to four jobs. Um, I applied for four jobs, mm. two of which I um, one of which I got through. But then by the time it had gotten to me, they had so that was like so it was a consultancy firm. So I had gotten through, but um, the consultant job wasn't available. They wanted me to do tech consulting. Yeah. So I said no. I didn't want to interview for tech consulting. And then I applied to um, to one other who hadn't gotten back to me. And then the other two, I literally just did them. And um, I remember I, my head was just not in it at all. My friend had just passed away as well. So I was in a bad space. Mm. And like, I was getting email notification, like, do this video interview, do this video interview. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I've actually got mm. a lot to do. So I literally just applied and... I got both of them. Like I literally got both of the jobs that I actually put in any work for. So for me, I would literally say it's God and luck. Did you have to do a lot beforehand or, or you just actually just like, say you just had a couple retail jobs and stuff like that or were you getting yourself into the whole industry beforehand? No, not really. So um, what was I saying again? Yeah, so no, beforehand, so... did you just have like retail jobs in your CV or did you have... I had retail jobs on my CV. I had worked at my dad's company. I had um, a law firm from G- from secondary school times. Okay. And I had, yeah, that was that was it primarily. How were you able to package that into something that was good enough for like a top tier company? So I spoke to the careers people at my university, actually. They were really helpful. They mm. really helped me to pattern my CV. Mm-hmm. I met up with her like three times and changed it. And with that being said, a lot of people tell you not to have a two-page CV. Mm-hmm. Mm. I actually had one. I don't have one anymore, but I did have one. I had mm. a two-page CV. Yeah, when I was applying for placements, I had a two-page CV, but I have a one-page CV now. Okay. Mm. What was the best advice you got um, when it came to getting that placement or getting a job as well? Because you just finished uni. What's the best advice you got? I would say be yourself. Mm-hmm. I think I was very much myself when I was applying for jobs, if I'm being honest. I didn't put on an act. I was quite honest. I was quite an open person. I was quite an open book. And I just sold myself from that. I feel like a lot of people, I tend to do well in interviews because people really tend to take to my character. Mm. Um, yeah. So when you, when you guys say be yourself here, what, what exactly do you mean by it? Do you like tell them like, oh, well, I've never done this job before, but I'm a hard worker. Like, how would you, when you say be yourself, like, mm. what, what do you guys mean by that? <laughs> For me, it's just like, it's your, it's your character, isn't it? So, um, portraying that you're tenacious, portraying that you've got a can do attitude, you're willing to go the extra mile. Like, in my interview, I said, look, I'm not like these people, but I'm willing to put the work in. I'll roll up my sleeves and get my hands dirty and do the stuff that people don't want to do. They asked me why. I said, because of where I come from. Mm. This what? is what we do. What about you? For me, they asked, so when I say be yourself, so one thing that I did say um, when they asked me why I want, what led to my interest in investment banking, I told them it was suits. When, my, <laughs> when, <laughs> when Michael could no longer be a lawyer, which is what I wanted to do initially, the next thing he moved into investment banking. Mm. Had I ever thought about investment banking prior to watching suits? No, I had never. They also asked me, why do I feel like I'm able to, you know, um, be empathetic and speak to different people, etc. Mm-hmm. And I said, because I was basically the only black girl 
in an all-white school, mm. I had to adapt. I had to um, meet different people's expectations. Yeah. I've had to be different before. I've had to understand where other people are coming from. And he asked me, was that a struggle for you? He said, 100% it was. Like, coming from being around all Black people to being the only Black person, that does, that changes you. So using the experiences that you've had, the things that have made you you up until that day to sell yourself, basically. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds okay. good. So one key takeaway for the people listening, Bemi, what you got for them? <laughs> A key takeaway? Yeah. I would say know what you want to get into and exactly why you want to get into it mm. and be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. If it's for the money, forget it because... Even for the highest paying jobs, if it's not what you want to do every single day, you'll hate it and you'll hate Mm. your life. So really understand what you're getting into. Do your research. Don't only look at what the company says about itself. Find people who actually work in these companies and speak to them and network as much as possible as well. Like the job that I have right now was literally because I met someone when I worked at my old job Mm. and we had a really good rapport. So, Mm. yeah. That's key. Mm. Alex, I'm going to do something on Orthodox. Go for it. What's your word for the week? What do you want people to like ponder on for the rest of this week? Belief. Okay. Believe in yourself because the current work that I'm doing is quite difficult. And when I'm making certain decisions, I always double, I'm double guessing myself and always ask myself, right, like, Lex, is this right? But I believe in myself. I know I'm not a stupid guy and I'm sitting in that seat for a reason so I can do the job. So if I make a decision, even if they think it's the wrong decision, I know it's the right decision because I believe in myself. So belief. And yeah, guys, there you have it. So belief. You know, word of the week is belief. We spoke about identity. Again, if you want to come on a podcast, Hit us up. We're friendly guys. Big up, Bemi, for being our first guest. And big, big up, up, man. And well done on your new job. And okay. thank you all for listening. Check us out on the Instagram at Hustle Smart UK. Check us out on Twitter and subscribe, like, leave a comment. That's Appreciate it. it. And enjoy your week, guys. Bow. <laughs>